Can I ask you a question about the <laughs> America England team? So, I don't know, just a quick question, just because I don't speak to many Americans and I've never been to America. Obviously, you speak English. Obviously, the words are very different. So, like you say sidewalk, we say pavement. Um, you say racquetball, we say squash. Yeah, we say, you say straight away, we say right away. Yeah. Is there any words which you, like, have heard and you're like, I don't, I, you just can't get it? No, that that's the weird thing about it. And I bet you have some words because um, the when I hear you speak, it sounds, it all sounds very proper. It all sounds very well put together. It sounds like, like you're using less words to come to the conclusion, which would be more proper speak than it than it does in America. So I no, I think I think I find it very elegant uh, mm. the way that you speak. speak. Today we have a visitor from across the pond. Uh, name is uh, Billy Reynolds. He's a singer songwriter, a father, new father, I think, and uh, recently a gamer. For those who don't know what a gamer is, it's somebody who plays video games and is uh, very good at it. And uh, actually, you can earn an income doing video gaming. Wish I had known that. Uh, couple of years ago but uh nonetheless he's uh, got a single out uh but he put it out three years ago so i'm a little wondering why um he doesn't have any others other singles and it's it's a really good uh it's a really good song it's called heartbeat so if you guys want to go check that out uh you can uh i'll put the the link and all that stuff for him uh, in the description, but uh, yeah, I just kind of, you know, this is a this is kind of a strange one for me because I'm not a singer, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, a an artist or anything like that or a writer, so we'll see where the conversation goes. How it always. How it always goes. Hopefully it goes good. So we'll just wait on him. I mean, a couple of the things that I did want to talk to him about was his thoughts on World War Three, which is I could get the thoughts on anybody on this whole thing, right? I mean, golly, COVID, now World War Three. You know, it's like uh if anybody's ever been surfing uh, in a really big swell, you know that uh, the first wave that comes in on a swell, it's it's pretty big. But if you're a good surfer, you know to wait for that second, third wave, because that's going to be the biggest uh, wave that comes in. So it's interesting how this dynamic has happened with like COVID, lockdowns, this and that. And uh, and now the biggest wave is, I, I believe this might be the biggest wave. This could be just the second wave. World War III could just be the second wave. COVID was the first wave. The second wave is World War III. Usually, if you're a surfer, these, these swells come in like sets of like five or six sometimes. But the sixth one is usually, and the fifth one is usually the, the bad one. You want to pick the middle swell is what you want. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, if, if, if putting it in, in terms of uh, swells and uh, uh, making an, an analogy about, you know, how the waves that are coming in, then we're, we're really only at the very beginning. The, the, the bigger swells are coming coming in uh now so oh i just got a message uh billy's pc has to do a reset he might be a couple minutes late all right well hey we're talking to ourselves again we love doing that we love doing that 
I'm being sarcastic. I, I cannot stand talking to myself, but I also hate dead air, and that's not good. So, you know what? Maybe I'll just pause this. Uh, but to finish up on, on the, the swell, uh, sorry, I keep getting messages from Liam. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, the, basically what I'm trying to reference is that the, the worst is not yet come. And that's a sad statement to make, but the worst is not yet come. You thought COVID was bad. Whew. World War Three, way across in the other side of the world, you think is bad. But wait till it comes to our doorsteps. Wait till there's a cyber attack. A cyber attack, from what I'm hearing, from what I've researched, is coming relatively soon. Meaning they're going to cut out our power, and we're not going to have power for like months. That's what I'm hearing. Now, I hope that that's not what happens, but if that's what happens, people are, you can imagine the kind of chaos that would that would ensue from ha having no power for the next, and I hate to laugh at it, but uh, like the, all you can do is, I mean, I'm not gonna cry about it right now, but inside I am crying, but on the outside I'm laughing. You can't, uh, you can't imagine the kind of uh, turmoil that would happen if, if, I mean, think about the powers out for two weeks, right? But now, but now think about it, the powers out for six weeks. It's a completely different ballgame at that point, right? Because now if you don't have, if you didn't, have a food storable food or you don't know how to get food or there's no way to get food the food's already run out you can imagine so now people are going into crisis mode and that's when you start to really you know see what it's like to be in a civilized uh population without you know the benefits that we have had and we have had benefits and electricity power, internet, those are all benefits. Those are not guarantees, <laughs> you know? Those are those are blessings, if you want to call them. They're not, uh, they're not guarantees. Um, and that's the next thing that it, they're saying is that, uh, and they're gonna blame it on Russia, but it, does it even matter who it comes from? They're gonna blame it on Russia so that, you know, but it's gonna come from, the globalists, which are NATO, basically. And uh, again, they're going to blame it on Russia so that we, everybody gets angry at Russia. And Russia's the big boogeyman, is what they've been saying. And uh, yeah, so get ready for a cyber attack. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. Anyways, I'm going to pause, bring my dogs in. And uh, welcome Billy, as soon as he has his reset going on. Billy. Billy, how are you? Well, how are you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you real good, man. You have the greatest American accent when you sing your songs, by the way. <laughs> I was not expecting a British accent on, on the first sentence. <laughs> how do, I how do, well, I don't know. How do you do that? That's crazy. That That's pretty amazing. Like singing, do you think it's harder to act in an accent versus singing in an accent? I feel like singing in an accent adds an extra layer of difficulty. That could just be me. Uh, I think, well, to be honest, when I sing, I don't think I, I just kind of sing. I don't think I try and do an accent, but I guess when you listen to a lot of music, which is not necessarily English, so I listen to a lot of country music. When you're listening to country artists, I guess they're kind of twang from Nashville and Texas and all those kind of places come out in your, in your singing and stuff. Yeah, your accent sounded very... I don't know, I want to say like Ohio, <laughs> you know, somewhere okay. in the Midwest, kind of an act, like a regular regular American, you know what I mean? Like okay. it didn't have a twang to it, it didn't have a, 
But I, I loved your music. I was listening to it. I listened to Heartbeat actually two or three times because I was like, man, I, I like this song. Nice. Uh, yeah, so... So, um, that, so that song basically came from listening to a lot of, don't know if you know Lady Antebellum, um, and then kind of basically just copy what they did into a song. <laughs> and that's what came out. Lady Antebellum, I don't know those artists specifically. I'm not very... well. I used to be really into music and then I, I'm recently a newborn Christian and that's why. So now I just listen to Christian music, but uh, I'm also not uh, impartial to any other type of music. It's just that I just, okay. yeah, go ahead. So my, so my favorite band at the minute is Mercy Me. Is that more your cup of tea? I have, I haven't heard them. I, I, you know, I just listen to what the playlist tells me what to do because ah. I just don't, I don't want to be deceived by, the, I don't want to get all spiritual or anything like that, but music, uh, it, you can be very deceiving as far as your uh, religious or your religion. I don't know if you're religious or not, or if you know anything about how music can, uh, you know, very easily uh, persuade you into this direction or this direction if you are not careful i don't know yeah, yeah i know what you mean okay you want to elaborate on that or you got anything to add on that or my kind of thing my kind of thing with music and religion uh so um i was i was raised christian um in a christian household i think religion is very different in the uk than it is to america in, um, in america i think you lot probably take it a, not seriously that's probably the wrong word but you kind of into it a lot more than we are um but I, I do listen to christian music and my kind of thing with religion is um i'm unsure i'm un, i'm unsure um and stuff like that but i when i watch christian music and i watch the way that christian music makes people feel oh it's amazing yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and but at the same time, there's a lot of Christian music out there that's not necessarily. It's also not from Christians. Uh, meaning, like, there's a lot of deceit. The same way as like a pastor will be preaching, you know, the gospel or whatnot, mm. but then behind the scenes, they're a pedophile or something like that. You know, or okay. uh, you know what I'm saying. So, like, there's a Damn. lot of deception within the Christian uh community and i just realized that recently uh and it's just it's very difficult to decide for me to decipher what is because i've i uh basically what you have to do is listen to the words that are coming out not not the tones and the sound because it could all be very gentle uh it doesn't have to be hard you know gangster rap or it doesn't have to be hard heavy metal music to to, it could be coming very softly, but if you listen to the words and they go against scripture, and I'm not very versed on scripture, so that's how mm -hmm. they deceive. If you're very versed on scripture, you it's very difficult to deceive you. But if you're like, I'm just coming now, like I'm just learning now all of mm -hmm. uh, the scripture, and that's why I can still be deceived. And that that's that's it. Yeah, definitely. I think there's definitely song lyrics, I think, that can that can grab people's attention more than than the um the music itself um there was a song that come out by, by mercy me called say i won't and it's basically about um whatever you want to do you can do it and um don't let anyone say you can't that says tell me i won't you tell me i won't do it and i'll prove you wrong and that song really kind of that's kind of the last kind of song or christian song that kind of really got my attention with just words it wasn't the music it was just those words and i was like yeah that's a good point yeah and now your your song heartbeat is that uh, is that the only single the original single that you have out right now or at the minute, i was trying to look okay yeah yeah at the minute it's, it's the only song that's out so basically i am um, uh brought heartbeat out and then i was ready to do another one and then my um partner became pregnant um we had a daughter and then that kind of took over for a bit and then just when I was ready to do another one COVID happened and 
that kind of all the studio shut and the fella that I go to to record kind of stopped and but we're nearly there maybe maybe in the coming soon well congratulations first and foremost on your on your daughter uh because uh let me tell you that that's the most important thing in your life now and I'm sure you realize that already but I have a daughter I have a daughter also and uh unfortunately I put my own wants and needs before my daughter before realizing and I wish I could take that all back now. So, you know, hopefully you put her first and are always putting her first beyond you. Cause once you create a new life, that's our, that's our job now is to yeah. make sure that that life is the best life. Not your, your life is second fiddle to that. Yeah. Not to use a, well, yeah. 100 before, before having a, before having a child, it was all, you know, I want, I want to be a rock star or I want to make the most money possible. I want to do this, I want to do that. And then the second, literally the millisecond that, that, that she was born, it was like all of that just disappeared. And it was like, right, now you're number one, done. Do you know what I mean? Good for you. Good for you. Uh, I wish I had learned that myself and I'm glad that you already know that. Um, yeah, I did. I did. Change it for the world. Yeah. How old is she now? She is, uh, she was two in November. Okay. And uh, yeah, she, she's wicked. So she's a COVID baby. You would consider that, right? She's COVID uh, baby. Grew up in the COVID uh, realm. She, 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 was, uh, she was, so when did COVID start? In the March or the April? She was born the November before. So yeah, I, I would, she wasn't a coach. She wasn't born in COVID, but she she spent the good first two years of her life in the COVID kind of things. The fact The fact that she... Is telling me to put a face mask on when I'm going in a shop. Oh, is that, that doesn't sit well with me, but you know, it, things- it does. It doesn't sit well. That's the indoctrination. That's mm. the scare tactic that's happened, right? With the whole mask thing and all this, like you don't see any of your. And I, I know you're across the pond in the UK, uh, Nottingham, correct? Still, yeah, yeah. Well, I, actually, yeah. I live in I live in Leicester at the minute, so that is about half an hour south of Nottingham, but yeah, it's the same, similar area. Okay. Um, Yeah, you don't see any of your government officials. I mean, there was that whole news leak that came out where, uh, you know, your prime minister is telling the entire UK in Christmas to don't leave your home, stay at home, don't visit your relatives, everybody isolate from each other, don't celebrate, you know, one of the most wonderful times of the year that you get to celebrate with your family, but yet they are in fact going out and celebrating without masks and uh, doing all these, how do you trust? What is the trust level do you think in the UK for your government officials? See, it's, 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 it's very tricky personally I'm not I'm not really one that kind of watches the news and stuff like this. So I really only know like the bare minimum of all of it. Kind of my focus has always been on my house, my kind of thing and all that stuff. I don't really focus on the outside. But the thing is with this whole situation is no one's ever been through this before. No, no prime minister before Boris Johnson or no prime minister after, I don't think will ever go through this before. So at the so when it first kind of happened, I kind of you know gave him the benefit of the doubt and kind of do you know what? It's no one's ever been through this. He's making it up as he goes along. Let's let's see what happens. And then after a year and a half, and then all that stuff starts coming out. You start going, yeah, should I? Why should I wear a face mask? Why should I get tested? Not all these things just when they're not. And I feel like. For to get the country to do things, you need to lead by example, and that's something I think they've um, slipped on. Oh man, to 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 piggyback on that, why does it make you feel a little bit uncomfortable when your daughter tells you to wear a mask? Like, what? Why do you feel like that? That's you know, maybe you don't know, but you you feel that it's wrong, right? It feels yeah. Wrong. yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know why. I think it's just um or normal. I don't know. I just it's just she I think it's more she shouldn't have to know that. But 
Um, and that's, that's the bit that obviously you can't change it. It's happened, but yeah, she, yeah, she shouldn't have to know these things, but you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I I'm, I'm in North Carolina, which is uh, more free uh, as far more, you know, more, I, wanna, I don't want to say Republican because we're democratic uh, voted democratic. Our governor is democratic, but there's a more relaxed, uh, not everybody's so panicked about COVID, right? But you go to different areas like New York, California, Oregon. And I just visited my, my brother in Oregon, Portland, Oregon. And the level of fear in Portland, Oregon is just, it's, it's crazy. Like you don't have your mask on when you walk into a store and people go uh, berserk. And mm-hmm. uh, I, even when I was riding in a, on a, uh, a, a bus uh, to the airport, uh, and I didn't have a mask because we don't, you know, it's yeah, it's optional. You could wear it. You don't have to wear it. But like, you want to protect yourself? Go ahead, put it on. And I know the mask is supposed to protect others and all that, but it's all malarkey, I believe. And uh, the kids, it was it was funny how the kids would look at me. They would look at me like I was an evil person if I didn't have my mask on. And then they would look at their parents and be like, "Isn't he evil?" And then they would look at me and be like, "Yep, he's evil." And I'm like, I'm a Christian. Like, this is crazy. How can the, I'm not an evil man? I don't have COVID. I'm not, I don't feel sick. If I felt sick, I would stay at home. Like, why are like the, the subliminal message of having the mask on and making people that don't wear masks or comply evil is do you feel the same kind of thing over there? It's 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 very tricky because in in the 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 people in this country, I think compared to the people in you've obviously America's a lot busier and stuff, and obviously UK is just this tiny little place on the globe. But I feel like probably eighty, probably there's a small percentage of the country that take it very seriously, and and it's probably it's probably the older generation they take it very seriously. Um, if you're not wearing a face mask, they'll they'll have a go at you and all that stuff. But I feel like the the other eighty percent kind of we're very stubborn. We're very st- we're a very stubborn country, and I feel like we just eighty percent of us just won't be told you you can't tell us what to do, kind of thing. I don't. I think that's just a British thing. Um, mm. But yeah, there are those there are those people out there that will. I've seen it in I've seen it in supermarkets people arguing and stuff like that but it might just be a british way of you know we won't we won't be told what to do kind of thing but my kind of attitude to it all is i'll do whatever what what i'm told (laughs) you'll do whatever you're told is that Mm -hmm. what you're saying yeah okay if the if the government say wear a face mask i'll happily stick one on if they say or starting in april we don't have to anymore so if they say we can take them off, then yeah, take them off kind of thing. Okay. All right. Well, I I don't, yeah. I like that attitude. That's the same attitude my my family has. My cousin. I'm the only one that's like, aren't, I feel like, I don't know why I'm like the isolated because I'm like, don't you see the people that are telling you to wear masks aren't wearing masks. The people that, that created this virus in a lab are the same people that are creating the cure for the virus. You don't, there's no conflict of interest. I'm wondering, you know, like I wonder this all the time and then like nobody seems to see it for some reason. Or maybe it's just me making it up in my mind. Oh. No, I, I don't, I don't, trust, I don't, personally, just speaking on behalf of myself, I try not to think about those things. I'm very much, I wake up, get on with it and then long as my daughter's okay and my partner's okay what everyone else is doing i'm not really fussed <laughs> all right awesome i did want to talk to you about this because this is a controversial and it's sort of in the same realm but a little different uh but in the same realm mm-hmm. your thoughts on neil young pulling his music from spotify did you hear about that no what what what's what's happened 
Uh, do you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast at all? Uh, I only listen to it when it's someone I know of on it, so I won't listen to it every week. Um, okay. Yeah. So if if I, if I, if it's someone I'm a fan of or an actor, or I will I will watch it, but I'll have I won't watch every episode, kind of thing. Okay. So this is a terrible question because you're not going to know much about it. But I'll tell. But here's the thing. Joe Rogan had a couple of controversial guests, which were doctors uh, contradicting the COVID narrative. Uh, and he had just the, the guests were just on his show and they were just telling him what. So afterwards, uh, a lot of people in the music industry were up in arms because Spotify is for music, but Spotify is also with podcasts and media and things like that. So Neil Young, you know, you know, you know him, right? Yeah. Damn. He, he went on, uh, and threatened Spotify and said, if you don't cancel Joe Rogan because of these misinformation podcasts, then I'm pulling my music from Spotify. So Spotify because because of the numbers that Joe Rogan pulls aren't anywhere near the numbers that Neil Young pulls said, okay, we're sorry to, that you decided to leave, but okay, you could, you can take your music away. And a couple of other artists uh, also took their music away. They were older, older generation artists, um, not big names, but it was a whole big controversy here in the U S I'm just, you know, I'm just one. It, it's also funny, like the news that probably happens here is probably very different than the news that you hear over there. Mm. Yeah, the, the from what I've seen, the news in America is very, it's all breaking news. Ah. <laughs> We're here. It's very much today. This has happened, blah, blah, blah. And it's a lot more, you know, but that that's just from what I've noticed. Okay. But um, yeah, that's. I, I just don't I just don't see what Neil Young's getting out of that because well the thing is the thing is yeah. well obviously when you put your music on Spotify Spotify making more money than the artist is an artist probably gets 0.02 of a pence for every play um, I've had 22,000 plays on Spotify I think and made about what $50 um, so it's not a lot. Um, so he's not he's not really gonna lose much by doing that. But in this day and age in the music business, that is where he gets his money from, except from touring, which he can't do because we're in COVID. That's where his money's coming from. So I don't know why he would take his income away for a political kind of. Well, thing. apparently he already sold his rights to another company way before, a couple of years back. Okay. Another, another company, he had sold his rights to all his music. So I, I just wonder if it was a political play and he was just a pawn being used in this political game. Well, and I, I know guess, you're not very political, so I don't want to take the conversation I there. I guess, I guess as well, the, the other way I kind of look at it is... Um, when you're in COVID, he Neil Young, he can't do interviews, he can't go on talk shows, he can't go do gigs, he can't do all these things. So how's the way he's gonna get some attention? That's kind of that's kind of the other way you can look at it is by him doing that. And then I'm yeah. sure in a few months' time his music will be back on there. So Okay. Is that so your music is on there and the only the only uh, uh uh, single that you have is the heartbreak, but I saw you have or uh, heartbeat. Mm -hmm. But you do have uh, a lot of other covers that you've done that I saw. So that's yeah. So the covers is quite a, a new thing I've started doing. So obviously it got it got to the point where you, I can't turn the camera around, but I'm sat in my studio at the minute. So um, there's like six guitars over there, and there's a drum kit packed away. And obviously, um, through COVID, I I have a normal nine to five job. I just work in a warehouse. But um, this whole time, I worked every day, or well, not every day. I worked through it all, 
And then me, and then especially with my daughter, that all kind of took a back seat. And then uh, my mum and dad would come round to see me when we could see them. And my dad would say, play me a song. And I'd be like, <laughs> I, I don't know any songs. I can't, I, do you know what I mean? And then I could see the kind of, because I, I went to, I did two, uh, two years at college and then three years at university studying music. And I could kind of see the disappointment, I guess, on their face when I'm like, I, I've not played. So that would do these, these covers, which I'm trying to do every week, but I'm, I'm doing my best. Um, was just a way to kind of get that outlet out and keep it going, I guess. So has it been difficult for you to write things? Because that... um, it's not been difficult to write. It's just more, there's been a lot of distractions. Um, yeah, just this whole, this whole kind of two years has just been, no, no one's, no one saw it coming in. It was just, yeah, it was just, it's just been very distracting. But now, cause in the UK, we're just about to come out of it. Even at my nine to five job today, actually today we were told face masks. If um, we would like you to wear them, but if you don't want to, that that's up to you. Um, think about your work colleagues, but if you don't want to, that's fine. So we're just starting to come out of it. So um, it's just been a lot of distractions, but I'm sure the music will come pouring out because at the same time, we've got a lot to write about. Yeah, and I and I think it would be a, a shame. Probably, I'm, I'm probably disappointed also, like with your father. And that's what I wanted to ask you. Um, what did what impact did COVID have on you? I mean, it stalled your career, same as it stalled other small businesses here in the U.S. In the U.S., like small businesses got like destroyed, you know. But but the big box stores, the big businesses, they got to stay open. Okay, so that didn't make any sense, right? Because, okay, you can still spread COVID at the big box stores, at the grocery stores. Mm -hmm. Why are they allowed to remain open? But the little businesses, they can't remain open. They have to shut down. And that just, you know, and and I think it affected up and coming uh, artists the same as you in a huge way. So so I've I've seen lots of people through these last couple of months lose their jobs straight so my nine to five job we um 50 people got made redundant lost their jobs out the door luckily i wasn't one of them um and then uh my sister-in-law she owns her own uh nursery it's like outdoor in the woods kind of nursery um she had to stop um she had to stop for a year and a half, so that's her income gone. Um, my brother, who was a chef, who actually worked for um, Marco Pear White at the time. Don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, um, I know. I know who. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah Marco. He, worked, he, worked. Uh, he trained uh, Gordon Ramsay, right? Yeah. yeah. So my brother worked in his restaurant. And unfortunately, got me redundant. So yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you see all these people losing their jobs, and then. Apple is still selling probably a million iPhones a day or a million iPads a day. And yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's strange and it's not fair in a way, but you know, it's not fair in any way. I don't care how you slice it. And Apple, you brought up a great point because uh, (laughs) what are your thoughts on this? Bill Gates is the, uh, he owns Microsoft, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he is in cahoots with, well, he's not in cahoots with Apple. That's his uh, uh, other. What do you think he has? uh, Maybe I'm not, I I didn't have this written down, so I'm struggling to ask it the right way. Why do you think Bill Gates is involved in our health of uh, uh, viruses and vaccines? Why is he so involved in vaccines? If he himself is not a doctor and yeah. he's only worked on nanotechnology. I think, I think personally it goes back to that publicity thing, the Neil Young thing. They can't do interviews. He he can't do any of the things that he's used to. He, he, do you know what I mean? He's got to get in the news somehow. He's got to sell his product somehow. So I guess, I guess in a way, if he, if he gets involved with the vaccine and he's, saving people's lives as he thinks then maybe more people are going to buy his 
phones, I guess, or his computers. So for me, it just looks like all publicity. All right, fair enough. All right, let's get out of there. Let's go to gaming because you're a gamer now, right? See, nah. are you getting into gaming? See, I've got an Xbox. I've got an Xbox. <laughs> I wish I played. I would no, no. I've got the the not the new one, the one before the Xbox One. Yeah, uh, the that white, one too. Yeah, the white one. I wish I played it more than I did. GTA is my favorite game. The last GTA is my favorite game ever. Um, That's ga- uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto is my favorite game ever. Um, but I feel, I think, I think growing up, getting old, I don't know. I could. I've, I've got friends who they go home, they game, they go to bed, they go to work, they come home, they game, one big circle. Well, gaming is a uh, now a you can make a career out of gaming. You can get a lot of money uh, combining podcasting with gaming. I've seen a lot of that going on, you know, where it's just live chats, I guess, and people donate money. I don't know how it all works or anything like that. I, you know, I do long form podcasts, but yeah, I've seen people, there's people I know at my nine to five job on their breaks will just sit and watch people gaming and I remember looking at him thinking, what, what are you doing? Would you, not, would you not prefer to play the game? You just but then someone turned around and gave me the best example possible. And ever since, it's changed my outlook. They said, why do I sit on YouTube and watch people play guitar? Wouldn't I rather be playing the guitar? <laughs> and I kind of went, fair. Mm, fair point. I can't, I probably can't play the guitar parts that they're playing. But I, yeah, it kind of made me go. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not a ga- you're not a gamer for money or anything. I I oh, no. I got that. Okay. Liam told me that, so I'm blaming that question on Liam. By the way, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I would I would I would love to game for a living. Even though I've seen these people, I can see it takes no matter what job you do, it takes a lot of hard work. But could you do? I- could you do? Uh. Uh. The guitar game, uh, what is that? Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Could you have, do that I game do. and be good at it? I have, I have the last one that come out, but it's quite old now. Um, I think it's called Guitar Hero Live, and it it's nothing like playing guitar. Okay, <laughs> it, it's nothing like playing guitar. But I remember back in, if you go back ten years, there was Guitar Heroes. You could have the guitar, you could have the drums, you could have the singing all that stuff. And as fun as it all is, it is not like playing the drums maybe, but it's not, it's not like playing a musical instrument. Okay. But you know, uh, uh, Post Malone learned how to play the guitar because he knew how to play the video game guitar. That's his story. Anyway, I don't know if that's true, but that's what he, that's what he said. He, he learned how to play the guitar because he was good at that rock star, uh, guitar hero game or whatnot but i'm not sure well for me if the amount of guitar hero that i played 10 years ago i should be like slash by now but you're a great guitarist yeah yeah (laughs) right you are though i i've i've listened to your uh a a, a few songs i think i listened to three or four songs Mm -hmm. and so is guitar your uh your main instrument or do you have others that you that you Dibble and dabble. Drums, drums was my first instrument. Um, when I was at school, drums was my first instrument. But Sounds- singing, singing's always been there. Singing has always been there. So at school, um, I don't know what what you call. Um, we call it primary school. Elementary. What do you call it? Yeah, elementary. Yeah. Um, I was always in like the choir and stuff, and then secondary school. So your high school. We did plays where we did a play of Greece, and I was Danny Zuko in the play, um, and just so there was no instruments, just singing. Our singing's always been there, but guitar really came 2013. Uh, I was I enjoyed singing, but I didn't want to do karaoke. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you can't do drums and and sing at the same time, and right? it's like impossible, right? No. Eh. Has anybody I've ever done been, it? You could be the first. <laughs> I've been in, I've been in, I've been in bands before where I've done backing vocals whilst playing drums. But um, no, when so I used, to, I love singing, and then 
I wanted I wanted to accompany myself, so I thought I'll learn guitar, and then I don't need anybody else. It's just me. Mm. So that was kind so of you the reason. Lo- so you love to do covers. If somebody if somebody had something that uh, you could that that was written for you, given mm-hmm. to you, would you be down for you know uh, singing that song? And um, I don't know how all that works. So- so there's um certain so when I listen to songs I get a feeling mm. and I can't describe this feeling but it basically sends shivers through me um that Mercy Me song I've mentioned earlier did that um lots of songs through the years have done that um I can't explain what it is um it's not the same chord progression it's not it's just it's 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 weird and there's no explaining it. So I guess if if a song gives you that feeling, then yeah, I'd be yeah, yeah, I guess so. But you did it's all yeah. about feeling. You said you have your guitars right there. Can you play a little bit of Mercy Me or no? Is oh, that, would that be um, would that be would that be putting you on the spot? I, I don't want to yeah, put my, you on the spot. My, my I've not got a problem with it. My only problem is is it is 19 minutes to 11 at night here. <laughs> oh, yikes. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize Next that. door, I love my next door neighbors to bits, and I would not want to wake them up. Okay, okay. Don't but worry about it people go, If people go on YouTube, um, they can see me singing on there and stuff. Mercy me. Yeah. All right, awesome. So your uh, favorite guitarist? So... So... I would normally to this question say Richie Sambora, who is the Bon Jovi guitarist. But a few years ago, I met um, a friend of mine called Callum and he introduced me to John Mayer. And it, yeah, John Mayer is just out of this world. He um, He's a bit of an ego fella and says the wrong things, but as a, just his guitar skills are just out of this world. So I'd probably go with John Mayer. Okay. <laughs> Uh, man, I wish I had written down mine because I have a buddy who's like really into guitar and there's mm. a, he's, he's a black guy. He's a guitarist. Oh, why can't I think of his name? Anyway, uh, uh, we'll skip that. I'll come back to it if I re-remember it. So your favorite, so your favorite guitarist and then what's your favorite artist? It's, uh, it's singer, my, singer, right? Or artist. My, mu- my music taste goes from One Direction to Metallica to okay. Eminem to Christian music. It's literally all over the place. The only music I don't listen to, and I don't know why, is reggae. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why. I just can't. I just. I just. I just don't like it. It's really. It's really strange. Okay. Uh, singer. Too many. There's too, there's too many. Um, there's this one. It's the biggest inspiration growing up. Uh, he's he's not very popular in America, but he's probably the biggest artist in the UK. He's Robbie Williams. Um, and yeah, I'd probably say he's probably my favorite artist ever because yeah, he's he's just amazing. Awesome. Uh, and you had America. America didn't like him. <laughs> From what yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, not, yeah. It's not, he's not being promoted on, over here. Well, if you go on, if you go on YouTube and look at Robbie Williams videos from like 2002, maybe just before, there's videos of him like being silly on like um, Letterman and Conan and Jimmy Fallon and those kind of shows. Mm-hmm. And the America, you lot just aren't getting it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, it just didn't didn't go down well. But here, he's like the biggest artist in, in the country. Yeah, I wonder yeah. why. I wonder why that is. Right, like, this just got to be like culture develops these specific mm. artists, and 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 another culture develops these other ones. Yeah, there's a video of him on a talk show, like lap dancing on. I think it's Angelina Jolie or something, and no, <laughs> and just no one's finding it funny. But oh. in England, in England, we'd be laughing our heads off. But okay. in America, you don't get it. But I think that's just different. Yeah, just different ways, isn't it? Well, England has been ahead of 
evolution. That that's where it started, and then we branched off to America. So that's you know, maybe in yeah. a couple of in a couple hundred years, we'd be laughing at that. <laughs> Can I ask you a question about the America England? So just a quick question, because I don't speak to many Americans, and I've never been to America. Obviously, you speak English. Obviously, the words are very different. So uh, you say sidewalk, we say pavement. Um, you say racquetball, we say squash. Yeah, we say, you say straight away, we say right away. Yeah. Is there any words which you, like, have heard and you're like, I don't, I, you just can't get it? No, that that's the weird thing about it. And I bet you have some words because um, the when I hear you speak, it sounds it all sounds very proper. It all sounds very well put together. It sounds like like you're using less words to come to the conclusion, which would be more proper speak than it than it does in America. So I no, I think I think I find it very elegant uh, mm. the way that you speak. speak. Yeah. In, see, in England, I'm literally pretty much slap bang in the middle of the country. A lot of people kind of see Manchester as north, London as south. I'm kind of in between both. And, um, yeah, we'd, we, would, we wouldn't be the proper speaking lot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, it's hard to distinguish. I, I will tell you there's a, there's a guy... <laughs> In the in the UFC, who's from England, his name is, uh, and you might have heard of him. His name is uh, Paddy the Batty. I'm not sure. I probably know. His, I probably know his face, but I'm not good with names. All right, he's like a blonde-haired. Uh, you know, he 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 fights in the UFC, so he's like an Ultimate Fighting uh, Championship guy, and he and he's from England, and his accent is like everything ends with a <laughs> loch. Uh, like, like, like that. It's like, uh, I don't know what to mean. If you're gonna fight me, you're gonna fight me like this, you know. And it was, it's very, you know, mm. with everything that he says. And I, yeah. I find that I know that that's not proper, but like for whatever reason, I know it's intriguing to me. Like, I like that accent because you know you're specifically from this yeah. little area. Is he, is he um is he Scottish? From Liv- Liverpool. No, from Liverpool. Ah, okay, that explains. Liverpool. Yeah, that, yeah. That explains like it. like that, like that. I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I, I'm probably butchering oh, yeah. it, but uh, you know. No, no, you you did go a bit Scottish before. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, now yeah. But now you've said Liverpool. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, Mike. Michael Bisbin is uh, also. I don't. I don't know if you know him. Michael Bisbin. Don't really, don't really watch UFC. I used to, um, I used to be mad into WWE in the day, um, but UFC. I've never really, um, I've watched a couple of fights, but um, no, but I do like it. I do like it, but I need, I need, I need to watch more of it. Okay, yeah. Well, look, I wish I had more to ask. I, I do. I did have one more to ask, but I but I know you don't want to be political and all that. Yeah, go for it. I'll answer any question you want. All right, let's go if here. I if I can. Because maybe this will inspire you to write a song about it, and that mm-hmm. could be a thing. Yeah. All right. Obviously, Russia is invading Ukraine right now, right? There could be a huge... And, 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 and I don't know if you know the details of this, but uh, the main detail is that NATO is involved. And NATO is a uh, a union of 33 nations, 30-something, 30, 30 I don't know if 33 is the right amount, but 30-something nations are in NATO. I, th- I think that's the number, I could look at it. Anyway, it's a number of nations. So thus, NATO being involved in the Russian-Ukraine situation, Kind of hints at World War Three. Now, we got hit with COVID. Now we're getting hit with World War Three. What do you what are your thoughts? And what what is anybody saying over there across the pond about this? With this, see, again, like I said earlier, I don't really watch the news and stuff. So I don't really know much about what's happened and what's going on. All I really know is someone's 
sent a bomb over to Ukraine and obviously that's horrible and stuff. Um, the It's the English humour. The kind of, so in England, we have things called OBEs, which get rewarded to like David Beckham's an OBE, um, stuff like this. Basically, they've done a lot for charities and stuff like that, which means it's something to do with the something of the British Empire. So the way we can look at it is, if we go to war, David Beckham's on the front line because he's part of the British Empire and we kind of have all these running jokes. So at the minute... Um, we're kind of not really looking at the what could possibly happen. Um, we kind of look on the bright side, but at the same time, I saw a video the other day on um, Instagram and it was a dad saying goodbye to his daughter. She was getting on a bus and he was going off to fight and stuff like that. And the daughter was probably a similar age to um, mine. And yeah, that really kind of, hit home and stuff and that was really horrible so it sounds yeah. like so it sounds like to me that the media's not really like they're playing it down that's mm. not keeping the rest of the population like unaware of anything going on is that is that accurate um, maybe uh, there doesn't there doesn't seem to be any form of obviously our prime minister standing there at his podium and if we need to, we'll support Ukraine and all this stuff, which we will and all that stuff, but there doesn't seem to be any kind of, like I said earlier about American news, it's all, wah, with us, <laughs> it's all kind of, it's laid back until it needs to be at that level. So at the minute, it's all kind of laid back, just updates and all this kind of thing. Um, Like I said, whether that's an English way, I'd, I'd I don't know, but there doesn't seem to be any panic over here at the minute. Yeah, and there, there's not only is there plenty of panic over here, but not only I don't know if you heard anything about Canada and their the trucker no, what, convoy or anything like that. Uh, what, what's happening? <sighs> I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I have to. I have to go have daughter with. Uh, have to go have dinner with my daughter. Uh, okay. Here soon, so I only have a couple minutes only, left. That's why I, I'm not. I I, yeah, I'm not trying to get off. Uh, with no, no, I was only curious because my um, my dad's a trucker. <laughs> is your dad a trucker? Okay, so there's yeah. a there's a convoy. Uh, a convoy is a bunch of trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in uh, Ottawa is the capital of Canada. That's where their parliament is. And there was a convoy of truckers, thousands of truckers that went to Ottawa and they just parked their trucks so that the city was immobilized. And they were honking their horns against these mandates. And the main main mandate that they were uh, uh, against was the fact that if you did were not vaccinated and you were coming from the US to Canada, you either had to be vaccinated on the spot, or if you were anti-vax, you had to quarantine for 14 days before you could deliver the goods. Now, obviously, you could see the conundrum there because you know mm-hmm. you have goods that need to get somewhere. That's not gonna work, right? And so that was one of the main pieces. And the other piece was also the fact that they're instituting this, uh, it's like a vaccine passport. It's like a social credit score vaccine thing. (laughs) So like if you have uh, two vaccines and you need your third vaccine, uh, it's going to show and it goes directly through your phone that uh, you haven't gotten your third vaccine. So now you're unvaccinated. So you got to go get vaccinated that sort of thing. So they were against all that stuff. And that's why the protests happened. And now it's happening. It's happened in New Zealand. It's happened in Austria. It's happening all around the world. And now it's happening in the US where all these trucks are traveling across from California all the way across to Washington DC, which is about a 3000 mile drive to park in the Capitol against all this COVID mandate you know, I call it nonsense. I know you think of it differently because you're 
you know, but uh, the, the, the situation is that I've noticed is the, the people that watch the news the least are the most compliant. Mm. The people that watch the news or, or do their own research as far as the news is concerned are the ones that are like, whoa, hey, hold on a second. Like they're stripping our rights away. You're not just supposed to comply, comply, comply. They're going to comply you to, you know, do whatever you they want you to do. And uh, so that's, you know, and I guess maybe that's because we're America mm. and that's how our think, our yeah, country that, was um, born, you know, with, with yeah. uh, I think that kind of describes, I think that describes me probably because I don't watch the news. Probably maybe I'm just willing to kind of go along with it, but. It's shocking to hear how kind of what's happening around the world and then England and the UK are kind of ready to stop the face masks and stop it all and just carry on as normal. Yeah, it was like, well, yeah, the up in arms. What They were the most up in arms. And then all of a sudden, okay, never mind. Uh, it's, it's fine. Like, yeah. okay, why? Why is it all fine now? Why was it so bad before? Now it's all fine now. I don't understand that. I think part of it is, like you said earlier, they got caught not following the rules and stuff, so now they've kind of gone, ah, do what you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, it's it, lovely talking to you, honestly. I, I want to yeah, yeah. do it again. Let me ask you about your background. You love Batman, I guess. Oh, uh, I can talk about superheroes all day. So Okay, so next time, that's what I needed to know. Yeah. Uh, next time, I- let's talk about some superheroes. If uh, around this, uh, I've got a superhero collection over there. I'm looking at a Spider-Man there. There's a Batman lamp there. There's oh, I can talk about superheroes all day. All right. Uh, last question, probably the Perfect. toughest question. Toughest question for sure. Favorite superhero? Come on, Batman. 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 Uh, okay. Why? Because he has no superpowers. <laughs> Very much because he. Uh, people say Iron Man is as well, but Batman. One is the coolest. There's no one cooler. And also, he's the most one that's most likely for to be possible. I, if, you've I, got, yep. if you've got enough money, you can be Batman. There's no such thing as um, gamma serums to turn into the Hulk. But if you've got enough money, you can be Batman. That's that's why I like Batman the best. All right. Ne- next question. Uh, and last question. Okay. Favorite Batman, Batman. See, ah, oh, see, it's tr- it's tricky because I have favorite Batman, but I have favorite Batman films. See, Christian Bale's my favorite Batman, but see, no one really talks about Val Kilmer much. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, I, f- I forgot he was a Batman. But the bit that everyone needs to remember is Jim Carrey's performance in that as the Riddler. Yeah. Is amazing. So for me, that kind of yeah, that yeah, Val I like the Val Kilmer mainly because Jim Carrey's in it, but Christian Bale's pretty good. But Ben Affleck's a good Bruce Wayne, so yeah, but I can I can I can yeah. I All love right. <laughs> So not so not uh Keaton. Bill Keaton. Uh, no, see, I was born in ninety-four. I'm yeah, I'm 20. How old am I? 27. Yeah, I was born in 94. <laughs> so I, when I was born, Michael Keaton had gone. He wasn't Batman anymore. And when I was born, it was Val Kilmer and George Clooney. So they're the ones I kind of gravitate to. But Mackey, I like the Michael Keaton films, but from a childhood, I remember the, the 90s ones and stuff like that. Awesome. And then Dark Knight's my second favourite film ever. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, my favorite superhero is uh, uh, Iron Man. Okay, again, yeah. if you got again, enough money, if you got enough money, if you got the smarts, yeah, you know, exactly. you can do it. That's yeah. not necessarily about the money; it's about the smarts, right? Because yeah. Batman had uh, his stuff built for him. Yeah, he just had the money, like yeah. you know, and he had to do the training. But Iron Man, he had the smarts, you know. Yeah, you know, he had to train himself, you know. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I uh, see. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I do like Iron Man. Do you, um, Do you watch the Eternals? I've not watched it yet. I've so at the, I'm a bit behind. So at the minute, I'm watching the Arrowverse TV shows. Um, and then I basically I got to the end of Endgame, 
And I was like, I could happily leave this alone for a bit. Whatever they do next, I can happily wait a couple of years, focus on something else and then see where they've gone. And then I watched WandaVision in the Captain America TV show and I'm halfway through Loki. So I've not got to Eternals yet. Okay. I've heard bad things. I, I, yeah, it, it wasn't great. I watched it on an airplane. I fell asleep. So <laughs> it was just very slow moving and it didn't, all it didn't catch. It had all, all new characters. Marvel. It had all brand new characters. So it was like... Except Robert Downey Jr., all of the Marvel actors that are in the MCU weren't wow. mega stars before they were in the in the MCU. Yeah. So why they've started hiring people that are mega stars like Angelina Jolie, I don't know. No idea. But for another time, I really yeah, yeah. appreciate your time. I'm sorry yeah, I didn't yeah, I go. It. Let's uh, let's do this again. Let's uh, hook yeah, it up man. with Liam and we'll do it one more time. Yeah, no, that's cool. I appreciate right. it. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Lovely. Cheers. Cheers.